Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to the Premier League Review Show. It's a show that has a spare for Macclesfield away in 2026, so get in touch if interested. <laughs> on today's pod, we're not really going to do a deep dive on this week's startling developments, with City once again in the dock, because Stefan, Lloyd, Asan and Howard do that far better. Instead, we'll be looking at the events purely from a fan perspective. How do we feel about it? And is it possible to be really angry at both the club and the Premier League, along with modern football as an entity and rival fans, as well as being thoroughly sick and tired of it all? Yes, I think it is. We'll also be giving Spurs away the attention it deserves, which amounts to about three minutes. Joining me for what may ultimately prove to be a therapy session is my top flight cohort, (laughs) Tom Young. You there, Tom? Yeah, I'm here, and I wish you'd told me about the spare for Macclesfield away before we went on air. Because I would have, uh, I would have, I would have put my name down for that one. I think they'll be like gold dust, won't they? So, yeah, yeah no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I hope you're well as well. Um, as you can hear from the voice, it's yeah, I can't shift this thing, so um, it looks like it's going to be antibiotics. But uh, yeah, um, I'm just picking up everything since my 18 month old started going to like play groups and stuff. Yeah, it's just infestations of jibs and then just picking up colds left right and centre but I was told about this beforehand and of course you know you just imagine it and go yeah so what you get colds all the time but oh it's doing my head in but nothing that can be done about it I'm afraid um but that aside I'm good in life how's that how's yourself uh yeah I'm, I'm all right I'm all right I'm uh obviously I've I've been better as far as Man City yeah. as far as my Man City um hats concerned as far as my Man City colours are concerned but no I'm I'm doing well um just obviously with everywhere you turn now you can't help but read something about Man City being being dodgy bastards allegedly so we'll mm. uh, we'll I'm sure we'll we'll um, we'll unpick all of that in due course but away from Man City life's going pretty well. Good, good. I mean, there's just so many experts around, aren't there? It's um, so many experts on Twitter um, offering their opinions. Uh, my personal favourites are the ones who basically genuinely believe that if it, were it not for City's alleged cheating, Liverpool would have won the league, or United would have won the league, or this would have happened, or Aguero would have hit the post somehow because Mancini was allegedly getting £300,000 more than what was on the books. It, none of it adds up. It's We still would be as brilliant as we've been. We still would have won what we would have won, which kind of is you know, partly where a lot of my anger comes from towards the club because we still would have got where we got to and we still would have been superb and we wouldn't have had to endure all of this yet again. So let's start at the beginning, I guess, which was only yesterday. Um, from my perspective, I was working, just having a little look around on Twitter, saw a tweet from a journalist kind of breaking a story, thinking, well, hang on a minute, there's not a big hullabaloo about this, so I must have read this wrong, this can't be right, you know, I must have misunderstood what he's saying here. Then it occurred to me that it just broke, um, and then the next five, ten minutes was a case of, oh, shit, it started again. Um, were, were you in work? Did, when did you find out about it? Yeah, probably a similar time to you. It was just a case of um, I got the I think I seen the notification on my phone off Sky Sports first that the city had been charged with however many allegations of, of misconduct, and then uh, then yeah, obviously went on to Twitter as we do now. It seems to be the place to go when something breaks in the sporting world, and 
yeah, I saw all the news from the Telegraph, who somehow knew everything before anybody yes. else, and then yeah. and then yeah, just watch sort of the drama unfold from there, it, and the drama continues to unfold, and frustratingly, feels like there's not many signs of it slowing down anytime soon. So, yeah, um, as as is the case with everyone, um, we all sort of everyone in the world, except for except for those working at the Telegraph, all kind of got the news at the same time. Well, I mean, the next actual development, I think, is the 23rd of February when the guy who selects the tribunal trio does so. Um, and I'm sure that'll be newsworthy because I'm sure one will be, you know, connected to United or Liverpool. Well, he's um, an Arsenal fan, isn't he? Indeed, he's an <laughs> Arsenal fan. And, of course, the new head of the Premier League is a United fan who is, yeah. she's only been in charge, what is it, two months? And then already she's sped up proceedings to... Uh, to force this through, so yeah, there's some rugby stuff going on there anyway. But um, no one needs to be told this. Well, let's just kind of get out of the way anyway. So basically, yesterday the Premier League released a statement saying that they're charging City with more than 100 breaches of financial rules from 2009 to 2018. Such a, a kind of breadth of allegations, but um, none were, were too unfamiliar to us. I mean, it's very similar, isn't it? To what we faced with UEFA. Yeah, I mean, again, I've, I've said on, on Twitter, I've, I've had messages of people who have asked me what's going on and I've said on Twitter myself, I'm no expert in this field and I'm not I'm not professing to be an expert, but it, it does seem very similar, albeit on, on a... Um, on a longer scale uh, yeah. to what we to what we faced with with the battle with UA for a couple of years ago. So yeah, I mean again, as as I say, I'm not I'm no expert here and I don't really know the ins and outs of everything. I know as much as, as everybody else seems to know on Twitter with regards to allegedly paying Mancini however much money and the grass being too long in the FA Cup against Notts County or whatever. You. So, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a whole lot going on and a lot that um, that I'm, I'm not going to understand and that I will kind of wait and see how it unfolds. But, yeah, as far as the immediate uh, the immediate sight of it is concerned, it looks very, very similar to, to what we saw with, with the UEFA battle. I mean, just, OK, I might be speaking with kind of city-tinted glasses on here, but clearly they've gone through everything with a fine tooth comb as did UEFA. Um, I'm, I doubt that other clubs have faced such scrutiny. And I also, I'm firmly of a belief that if you looked into Chelsea's accounts with such kind of um, scrutiny, and if you did the same with United and Liverpool and Arsenal, whoever it may be, you will yeah. find wrongdoings. May not be, you know, serious or grievous wrongdoing. May not be on the level of what they're accusing the City of. Um, in terms of inflating kind of sponsorship deals, etc. But you would be able to charge them with something. And quite frankly, Tom, as well, you could possibly say the same about the general public as well. You know, if, yeah. if, if like, you know, HMRC and the police and whoever other bodies are, are you know, kind of um, misapplies to, if they looked into one individual randomly, completely random individual... You think find something? <laughs> yeah, well, this is it. There's no nobody's completely innocent, and no. it just feels like you say there's there's this consistent barrage of just investigations and and just general hatred towards Manchester City. Yeah. and obviously this, like you say, this this uh, investigation has been going on for four years, and 
with all this information obtained by a man who's now sitting pretty in a jail cell somewhere for illegally hacking into data, which the Premier League are now seemingly using as one of their main sort of talking points with with regards to the charges they're putting against us. So, yeah, I mean, we know that we're not we're not um, the club of the people that we once were. We know we're not the club that everyone everyone loves City as the second team because the United's little brother or they're, they're this harmless club that can't do no wrong and everyone kind of used to like us because we were this other team from Manchester that no one had heard of. But now that we're up there, it's always the way. Once you get success, you're going to have people coming for you at all angles and it just appears that, that we are the latest team to, to be hit with this barrage of of abuse from from all these big competitions who, who want us caught out for whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, the, the Spiegel leaker, um, his trial ends this week, I think. So he'll be convicted shortly. I don't know how, how you know, whether it's next week or two weeks' time or something. Um, but it's coming up. Oh, no, actually, sorry, I did re- read it. I think it was the start of April. So that'll be interesting. Cause then at the start of April, let's say, hypothetically, he gets sent down for a couple of years. Um, he is a convicted man then. As, whereas as now, he's, you know, kind of on trial and, and kind of, you know... Um, on remand, so that's a different kettle of fish altogether. You know, they're getting their evidence from a convicted felon. Um, so whether that, that plays a part, I don't know. Um, as regards to kind of the whole sorry story, I'm so fucking bored with it. I, I'll tell you what, what <laughs> one angle which which has just occurred to me, and I'll just I'll put my cards on the table and be completely honest here. So when it all kicked off with UEFA. I threw myself into it and I was on Twitter all the time and I was arguing with Delaney and I was arguing with kind of, you know, this this journalist, that journalist. I was getting blocked by journalists. I was getting journalists getting, phoning me up, as, as I think I've said on the pod before, and t- t- telling me I was essentially jeopardising my career because, you know, they were seeing me as the enemy now. Um, and I was like, well, no, fuck you. I, I'm, I'm a City fan. I will write as a City fan. You know, I feel so strongly about this that I will basically go on social media, um, you know, an hour a day and just have arguments with all these journalists. And I got really embedded in it all and I wrote article after article about it, defending the club. When this broke... But then, that was that was then. But when this broke this time, I've now got a young daughter and my job is far more kind of demanding than it used to be. And I'm so fatigued by it all yeah. that I couldn't be asked going through the same arguments. So I thought to myself, Tom, and this is where I'm putting my cards on the table, I thought, I am not going to get involved. I'm going to speak about it on the podcast, but that aside, I'm not going to write a single article, I'm not going to go on Twitter, I'm just, if Liverpool fans want to say that we've cheated, I'll just block them or mute them or ignore yeah. them, whatever. I'm not going to get involved. Now, here's the interesting thing, though. Within a couple of days, I'm really angry about it again. And it's, I didn't want to be angry about it again. And I swear blind, it's not because I've been looking at things from a city prison, you know, through city tinted glasses. I haven't. I've really been detached from it. And yet it sucked me in again and really got me angry again because it's so, it feels so instinctively wrong. It feels, and I'm not for one second suggesting that city are white if are white. And, you know, if, if the rules are there and they've broke the rules, they should be punished for it. But it feels like a witch hunt. It really feels like a witch hunt. Yeah. Because time and time again, it's always the same things, and it's always about City. And I don't know, it's just got under my skin again. So, I don't know, maybe I'm just back into it again, and um, 
very reluctantly, I have to say. But yeah, to go back to my original point, I'm so, so bored with it. And the same arguments. And we're not going to know for years, are we? No, exactly. And and this is why I think it's so frustrating is anyone who thinks this case is going to be done at any point this season, even next season, even the season after a, a, a misled and probably mis misunderstanding the situation this is a case that is going to be dragged out for months and months and months and it may it may not be until 2027 2028 2029 that we yeah. even get close to having a resolution in this matter because such are the the extremities of what we see in here this is something that we've never seen in the premier league before this is the premier league essentially in a nutshell accusing a club of just cheating their way to numerous trophies over over a decade or more by by bending the books and by doing things behind the back. City obviously have come out and said that they've not done any of this and as, as, you'd, as you'd expect that they would. And th- this is a, a 10, 12 years worth of legal findings. It's taken them four years to get to this point yes. to even yeah. accuse City of doing what they've, what they've accused them of. So to think it's going to be any, it's going to be done anytime soon is is um, is daft. To be to be to be completely frank, it's not going to be done anytime soon. It's a long legal process. It's going to be drawn out across years and years, and th- that is the main frustration for me. Is that I understand that the news broke yesterday. We can't expect it to go quiet now, but it just feels like for for however long this this drags out for, there's just going to be this overhanging just annoyance of this case that City win, yeah well you cheat City win the league, yeah well you're this City do this, yeah well you're that, City sign a player you can't do that because you've done this and until this case is put to bed in whichever way it's put to bed, whether it's you, we we found guilty, we get points deductions, we get relegated, we get expelled from the Football League and sent to play in Scotland, whatever it may be <laughs> Or whether it's the opposite, where City come and, and, and win this case get these, these doubts quashed and and we can continue as the club that we are at the moment, then th- this is always going to be a lingering annoyance that, that isn't going to go away anytime soon. And and we as City fans and and as people who work in the industry or, or, or whatever it may be, we need to accept that this is something that is, is going to be there for a long time. And as frustrating as it is, there is absolutely nothing we can do about that. Well, I want to talk about reputation. Um, first, we'll start from a City perspective and then we'll talk from supporters perspective so from a city perspective um this will drag on for, for several years and if city are found guilty they will appeal and then that goes to the court and so we all know you know how long that can take so with that going on and it being like a sword hanging over the club's head this whole time it will impact upon our transfer dealings so yep. let's say Jude bellingham for example it could be mm-hmm. where if if it's a coin flip for him between real madrid or, or city He's going to go to Real Madrid because he's going to think, well, okay, I believe what they're telling me that it's not going to be a problem, but I'm not going to risk my career on this. I'm going to go to Real Madrid. So further down the line, if City are prove their innocence, what can, what can they do about that reputational damage? Because not only is, like you say, that mud is going to stick with them now forever, you know, tainting what they've achieved to this point. But it also hinders them going forward from the moment that yeah. these charges have been brought forward. So, um, yeah, there should be some kind of, you know, we should be able to sue them for that. I should imagine it'll be City will go after the Premier League, is what I'm saying. If they win, they're not gonna, they're not going to leave it there, are they? They're going to be a case of right now. You're going to pay for doing towards what you've done. 
Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.